Hello and welcome to the Ice Guy, brought to you by the National Hockey Now Network. This is the show that takes you into the world of the National Hockey League. Every game, every day, from a betting perspective. With pro sports handicappers, Ian Cameron, Alex B. Smith, and various guests from the world of hockey and sports betting. And now, here's your host, Ian Cameron. Welcome to the Ice Guys, presented by National Hockey Now, Sunday, December the 4th. Ian Cameron, Alex B. Smith with you, ready to break it down for Sunday. Five games on tap in NHL action. Uh, this is going to be an abbreviated edition uh, of the uh, show today. Time constraints, unfortunately, that we are dealing with today. So we'll hop right into it. Apologies for no graphics either. Didn't get the opportunity uh, to put some together for the show. So uh, we'll have those back on Monday's show. It's a short card. Uh, that's the good yeah. news, only five games. So let's get into it. We've got two afternoon games. We'll start with the Minnesota Wild taking on the Dallas Stars. Dallas minus 145 to minus 150 home favorites in this game, six being the total uh, pretty much across the board uh, in this one. Uh, man, it was not easy for those Minnesota Wild, was it? Yesterday no. afternoon against the lowly, reeling, struggling uh, Anaheim Ducks uh, as they got pushed to the limit uh, yesterday, taking on Anaheim at home, surviving in a shootout. Uh, with a 5-4 victory uh, over the Ducks. It is the uh, their fifth win in six games, so a uh, pretty solid run, but can't be impressed with how at times it looks like they've played down to competition. Uh, both of these weekend afternoon games, each of the last two weeks, the Arizona game and the Anaheim game, you know, two below average teams in Minnesota, life and death to win uh, both of those games. Now they go on the road here, second of back-to-back games against a rested a Dallas team, which actually just played Anaheim in their last game back on Thursday and shut out the Anaheim Ducks by a score of five nothing. What a night it was for Jason Robertson. As I mentioned the other day, there's a new JR starring in Big D, and that is Jason Robertson. He's been absolutely phenomenal uh, for the uh, Dallas Stars. You know, if there's books that offer you same game parlays right now, and I'm going to start doing this and and experimenting with them and mentioning them on the show here when I bet them, if you can do like a Jason Robertson over point and goal score prop. Like you can actually, you could put together a parlay that has Jason Robertson to score a goal in it and Jason Robertson to get a point in it. And you could get a really solid plus price, like at least plus 250 to plus 300 even maybe with something like that. I mean, it feels like it's just, uh, not automatic, but you know, the way this guy is playing right now, uh, it's been absolutely phenomenal to watch and it's something to consider here. And uh, I need to start taking advantage of this because we always talk about here on the show that, you know, we can't bet some of these players we want to, the ones that you consider can consistently rely on to score for you over to get a point most nights because you've got to lay minus 180, you know, or minus 250 even with your Connor McDavid's and players of that uh, stature. But if you can put it in a same game parlay just to get one point with some of these players, throw in a goal prop, maybe throw in some, maybe something else into the equation, all of a sudden you've got something value laden to work with. So, uh, that is something that I would look at, like a point and a goal score, same game uh, parlay type of prop here with Jason Robertson, because, I mean, what can you say about what he's been doing lately for the uh, Dallas Stars? I mean, he's just been absolutely on fire. Uh, you know, he had the hat trick against Anaheim. He's got a career high point streak that's 17 games now, 22 goals, you know, 12 assists uh, during the uh, 17 game streak. So that's a total of 34 points. That's sick. 34 points during the 17 game streak for Robertson. So I think the Robertson same game parlay to get a point, to get a goal. I mean, and a nice plus return with that. Very good. 
Uh, I like Dallas a little bit here, but if I'm going to bet them, I'm probably going to dumb it down to Dallas and regulation. Uh, that's probably the way I'm going to go about it here in this one. Minnesota now going on the road on a back-to-back. Dallas at home this season, pretty solid record uh, overall, 7-4 and four on home ice. Only five wins on the road for Minnesota. So I'm looking toward Dallas and regulation. And like I said, this Robertson same game parlay prop to get a point and a goal. Man, my goodness, I'm uh, I'm going to start looking in that direction as long as he keeps this up because it's been an incredible run for the new JR in Dallas. Uh, Alex, what do you think here? Minnesota, Dallas. Yeah, I like stars and regulation at even money. And you, may, you know, you make a great point about these same game parlays. A lot of people will kind of slam these things and say, oh, you know, they're traps designed by the books. But no, the thing is, you can make them work to your advantage. And the thing is, you know, like I said, when you're trying to, to uh, knock down some of these higher prices, be it favorites and for player props, favorites for the game. Uh, you can find adjusted total. So there's ways to make this work to your advantage. You, as long as you're not stacking six or seven random things together and playing it, uh, you know, which is what the books ultimately want you to do with those same game parlays to try to look for, you know, one of these giant payouts. And just dumb it down, like you said, simplify it and and get things that you feel are com- you know comfortable that should happen in the game and get better prices for it adjusted when you stack them together. So uh, I, I think that's really good advice. And it's something that, uh, that all of us need to kind of uh, add to our betting repertoire. Uh, moving forward, but I like Dallas here in this spot. Like the Wild, you know, another game where they win, and, and it wasn't a, a great win. You know, this is struggling against a lower tiered opponent. They're celebrating like they just won a playoff series at the end of that shootout. It was just, it was just really bizarre to see that. Just this has not been the best of home stands for the Wild as far as form goes. On, on the standings, it's been fantastic. You know, you get five out of, out of seven wins at home. That's what you need to do, especially after the slow start they had. Uh, but they have to build on that by playing better hockey. They're not playing their best hockey and getting wins. The, the, the luck has kind of come back on their side where they were a bit unlucky uh, in October and, and heading into November. So now they got to balance it out, try to play some better hockey. But I don't think they're going to do that against a rested Dallas team at home. Uh, I like the Stars here to win this one. At it right now, yeah, plus 200 there for Robertson. Uh, goal and point, same game parlay prop. There you go. I mean, plus 200 for is not bad considering what you're seeing uh, with uh, his uh, success at the moment. All right, next up, we've got uh, the Winnipeg Jets hosting the Anaheim Ducks. Uh, Winnipeg minus 270, home favorite, six the total in this game. And I could tell right away watching that Jackets-Jets game, this team's not, they don't have it today. They're not locked in mentally. They're not sharp. They're not focused. They're, you know, kind of, look, they had the big shutout win against Colorado playing some good hockey and look, they fell into the trap and played a lowly injury riddled Columbus team. And you just didn't bring it. They didn't. And they got outworked from the very beginning in that game, the tight defensive play that we've seen from the jets coming off that shutout against Colorado. And all of a sudden they're giving up easy passing plays in the offensive zone breakdowns in coverage. And Rick bonus said it yesterday. It's just a, it was a it was a wake up call, you know that uh, one of our worst games. He's and, it, and he's and he's right. I mean, it's not a panic situation that they've had a very good start to the season. It was just one of those games where when you're a little bit lackadaisical, you're going to pay the price for it. It's still the National Hockey League. Any team can win any given night. We all know that uh, based on what we see day in and day out. And, and the Jets were a little bit sloppy in the defensive zone. They paid the price for it. And I still have to continue to give Columbus some credit. The work ethic's been pretty strong, even with everybody out of the lineup that they've had. So you do have to give them credit for that. I think it's a good opportunity for the uh, Winnipeg Jets here to probably bounce back uh, in this game here on home ice, taking on this, again, this lowly struggling uh, uh, Anaheim Ducks team that uh, simply just can't get out of their own way right now. Although it was a much better effort yesterday, uh, 5-4 shootout loss to Minnesota. Uh, They've got their offense going, but as usual, couldn't keep 
uh, Minnesota from scoring. Five goals allowed to Minnesota, five allowed to Dallas, five to Seattle, five to Ottawa. You get the picture. And other than that 2-1 loss in overtime to Nashville, this is a team that's not keeping the puck out of their own net. It's been a problem all season long. They've spent pretty much the entire season having the dead last 32nd ranked penalty kill uh, in the National Hockey League. Uh, that's been a problem for uh, the Anaheim Ducks as well. It was John Gibson yesterday. I would probably think Anthony Stolarz gets the uh, net this afternoon on the back-to-back. Still without Klingberg and Drysdale on the blue line. Comtois, Lundestrom is out now, and he's a good two-way forward for them, uh, for the Ducks as well, and Derek Grant day-to-day as well. It's been a pretty rough season for Stolarz, for both goalies, for Anaheim uh, and the whole team defensively. But Stolarz, 3.91 goals against average, 888 save percentage which isn't great. Uh, I think Winnipeg's going to want to play tight. Like I could see this being four to one Winnipeg, five to one Winnipeg. So I don't like the full game over as much. I do like the Jets team total uh, over three and a half. I do like that. That's probably what I'm going to roll with here uh, in this game because uh, just asking many teams these days to score four goals against the uh, Anaheim Ducks. It's not like we're asking the world uh, of teams in this situation because Anaheim's been just so uh, they've become experts uh, essentially at giving up four or more goals to the opponents. So Jets over three and a half minus 138. That's what I've got my eye on here for this game. All right, uh, Alex, what do you think here? Anaheim, Winnipeg. Yeah, this is one I would probably wait and look for a live over, which you know we didn't get the recap yesterday, but yesterday everything I recommended for live over is everything cash. Tampa uh, and Toronto, yes, St. Louis, job. Pittsburgh. Yep. Uh, so, you know, these, these looks now are, are kind of the way I'm going to go with some of these totals. And this is a perfect game for that, because like I said, we don't know what we're going to get from the jets as far as do they want to play tight defensively? Of course, more than likely going to be Hellebuck. You know, he's coming off of a shutout. So you don't want to just take a risk with a full game total, even though, you know, Anaheim can score, you know, they're going to give up goals, but, uh, you just want to kind of wait and see. So I think this, you know, if we can get this number down, it's at six, so we can get a five and a half and a plus price, maybe even a four and a half. Uh, then, you know, then that might be live. And, and like I said, you know, it could be one-sided. All you need is, is Winnipeg to take care of business to try to get over that that number. But nothing on the side here. Uh, like I said, Stolarz has really struggled. This is definitely not a spot to try to take a shot with Anaheim at a big dog price. He's not the the, the same caliber of goalie we saw from last season. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I would agree with that 100%. Uh, Detroit and Columbus. We've got uh, Colum- pretty much even money here. Minus 110, uh, both sides. Uh, six and a half being the uh, total in this game. Uh, Columbus, like I say, I, I, I'm I'm impressed. Uh, not just that they beat Winnipeg the other night, but again, this team remains very, very depleted. I mean, with everybody that's out for them. Although they did get Patrick Lyonet back Friday night against the Jets. And look at how he uh, definitely got to his former team and made an impact right away. Obviously, that bolsters the uh, Blue Jackets offensively, no question about that. But with everybody out of the lineup here for the Jackets, overall, the record's not great, right? Two and four, their last six games, but the losses have been tight. 3-2 to the Islanders, 3-2 in a shootout to Vegas, 3-1 to Montreal. They get Lion A back, they win 4-1. to one. So I, I'm kind of pumping the brakes on Detroit here because I want to take Detroit. It feels cheap. I think they're still the better of these two teams. But, you know, at the same point in time, Columbus is battling here. Uh, they're they're starting to get at least a little bit healthier when you talk about the return of Lion A. And Detroit is, you know, only four and five on the road this year. And Columbus has actually been obviously better at home. So there's enough things that might keep me off the Red Wings. I lean Detroit here. Also, I want to see who's in net. You would think uh, with uh, Detroit also coming in off uh, playing last night against uh, Vegas and losing that game four to one, a game where we saw Billy Huso in net. We could see Nadalkovich, and that's uh, a situation that could 
keep me off Detroit as well. It's been uh, well documented that uh, he's definitely been the second best goaltender for the uh, Detroit Red Wings this year. 3.96 goals against average, 880 save percentage. Uh, his performance in his last start earlier this week at home against Buffalo was nothing to write home about. Four goals allowed on 34 shots. So uh, this could be over six and a half if I see that uh, Nedeljkovic is in play. Uh, and I lean Detroit, but I might get myself to, I might talk myself into that over at six and a half if we see Nedeljkovic confirmed in net. I think it'll be Corpusalo uh, for the uh, Columbus Blue Jackets uh, in goal for them, of course. Uh, you know, you've got uh, Merzlikens. Uh, he is healthy again. I should point that out. He is available once again to Brad Larson, but Corpusalo has started three of the last four games and he is coming off a win against Winnipeg. So because he's off a win, I think we're going to see him again, and they won't rush Elvis Merzlikens back in net, so we'll have to wait on that. But I'm leaning Detroit, leaning over the total. Alex, how about you, Red Wings, Blue Jackets? Yeah, that would, it would be a lean for me, too, like I said, with Nadelkovic. Obviously, uh, you've seen six-and-a-halves at even money. Now that will probably uh, move you know, juice-wise. You'll probably see 20 to 30-cent move if it is Nadelkovic confirmed. So it's one you probably could wait in-game for. Um, like I said, sidewise, I don't really want any of these two teams to form that they're playing in right now. Uh, it definitely would stay away from the side. So this is definitely a, a watch and wait and kind of just, uh, see what, what, what transpires early in the contest. All right. We got the, uh, San Jose Sharks and the Buffalo Sabres next up, uh, Buffalo minus one fifty to minus one fifty five home favorites in this one, uh, six and a half being the uh, total in this game. Uh, the San Jose Sharks continuing this trip through the East coast started in Montreal where they shut out the Canadians for nothing and uh, kind of gone downhill since then. They lose 3-1 to San Jose and then 5-2 last night uh, to the uh, Ottawa Senators. And now back-to-back -back, uh, on the road for this uh, Sharks team. Uh, a major rest advantage here for the uh, Buffalo Sabres. And I mean major. I mean, you talk about uh, only the third game for the Sabres since November the 30th. Uh, this is now uh, going to be, uh, you know... And, with, with major rest, it's actually third game for both teams since that time, but major rest coming into this game. Obviously, San Jose played last night in Ottawa. Buffalo hasn't played since Thursday uh, when they lost 6-4. Hard-fought, valiant effort from Buffalo in that game. 6-4 to four, uh, loss to Colorado. Definitely a Buffalo spot. Definitely will be on Buffalo. I'm just trying to determine how to bet them. I mean, the money line's a little pricey. Uh, I was thinking the money line might be cheap enough we could lay it, so I'm kind of veering toward the regulation price. Uh, to get a little bit better number on that. Uh, I might do a rare split between the money line and regulation line because the one thing, Alex, that I'm fearful of, Buffalo plays things very close, very tight lately, and it wouldn't shock me to see this be an overtime or a shootout win for them. Win the game, but take beyond regulation for it. So I'm probably going to split it up, and there are minus 143s with, ah, you know what, I'll make the money line official, just the straight money line in that case, because there's a couple books like North Star Bets, which is available in Ontario, Bet Rivers, Bet Rivers, which is yeah. available in a lot of states in the U.S. and in Ontario as well. They have Buffalo at minus 143 right now. So uh, I like that price. It's below my minus 150, which is usually the cutoff point that I'll lay on a money line price. So I'll go Buffalo minus 143 and have to go over the total. You know I've been taking these Buffalo games uh, over the total lately. They just keep on cashing. What is it now for Buffalo? Something like 6-1. and one. Yeah, 6-1. and one. Uh, to the over in their last seven games, just the last three games alone. We had 11 goals, nine goals, and 10 goals scored in the last three yeah. games. And the goaltending matchup, uh, Uko Pekalukkanen has shown some glimpses, but still a rough 4.46 goals against 846 save percentage. 
uh, in limited action so far for the Sabres. And we've got our guy, Farmer in the Dell, Aaron Dell for San Jose, who I will give credit, played well against Toronto yeah. Friday night. That was actually a very uh, solid performance from him uh, in that game against the Leafs. Thursday night, I should say, against the yeah. Leafs. He played well. I think it was one of his better games. But as with as, as often the case with Aaron Dell when he's coming off a good game, let me see it again. Can I see right. it a second time before I'm ready to go too crazy with praise and too believing in him as a goaltender? Uh, let's see him do it again here against this Buffalo Sabres team before uh, I'm ready to say, hey, Aaron Dell's playing lights out right now because it very easily could see him give up four or five. That often happens with him when he's coming off a good game. So Buffalo, money line, over six and a half for me as well. Uh, what do you think here, Alex? Sharks, Sabres? Yeah, I grabbed this first period over at two plus $1.25 this morning. Uh, he said we already kind of knew even going back to last night that Aaron Dell was going to get the the start here against his old team. And I think that may not mean much of a difference. If anything, might actually be a you know something for Buffalo. This is a better uh, Buffalo offense than the ones he saw in practice last year. Maybe they know his tendencies and they can get to him early. So uh, that could be a, a bit problematic. I think we see goals both ways. So I lean with the full game over as well. But grab that first period over. If you can get a two at a plus price, grab that. If not, you see in the you know the one fifties and one sixties, wait and grab a better price in game. All right. Excellent. Yeah, definitely. Uh, first period over uh, a look there for Alex and maybe look live over at some point as well. And we wrap up with, and he's wearing the Chicago Blackhawks Jersey he should after last night, what a victory to snap the ugly losing streak for the Chicago Blackhawks. And now they go back to back, taking on the New York Islanders tonight. Islanders minus two eighty-five home favorites, five and a half being the uh, total uh, in this game. Uh, let's give those Blackhawks credit. Uh, you know, a nice win for them. The, uh, Finally snapped the ugly, uh, long losing streak they had, which had reached eight games uh, prior to last night, and they beat the New York Rangers 5-2. to two. Um, Very impressive win for them. They got their offense going, which they were looking to do. Uh, they were able to do that. Did also helped that Yara Halak was in net uh, for the New York Rangers. We know his struggles during the course of the year. Of course, things got a little testy uh, during that game. A big open ice hit by Jacob Truba on uh, Andreas Athenasiu, the Greek stallion. That led to a little bit of a raucous there uh, in the uh, second period. Uh, I really think, you know, Truba, Truba is getting a lot of criticism. It's like, is it coincidence that the Rangers are going off the deep end right now with him becoming the captain? He's doing, he's trying to, he's trying to do what a captain should be doing to wake up the team, like be physical, try to get them emotionally charged up through that. And you could see when he was throwing the helmet, and going off the ice after that incident last night, that was it toward his team. He was doing that, like, wake up, let's get some energy. Let's get some life in this team. Kenny Albert and Joe Micheletti said it on the MSG broadcast for the Rangers last night. Absolutely true. You know that, and he was filling in for Rosen, by the way. That's why, if you're wondering why Kenny Albert was doing the game, yeah, Rosen wasn't there, uh, he was sick or something, but uh, yeah, they were talking about it that uh, Truba, you know, was trying to wake up the team. It looks like they got, it looks like they have no life, no energy. Uh, the New York Rangers. It's like they're, they're comatose right now. Uh, and, uh, you know, I think part of that's true. And I think part of that's why Chicago won the game because it's just a reeling hockey team right now, the Rangers. But you also have to give Chicago credit. They did win that game. They snapped the losing streak. This will be tough tonight because they got a rested Islanders team, an Islanders team that's off back-to-back -back losses to the Flyers uh, and, of course, Nashville. But don't be fooled by the Nashville score. Islanders did play a pretty solid game. I mean, they fired over 40 shots at the former Blackhawk goaltender, Kevin Lankin, and who actually had a very good game that night uh, against Nashville. I think this is that spot for the Islanders to uh, 
you know, one thing about Chicago and all these teams that when they win a game, I'm not trusting them to win again, especially when you factor in the back-to-back spot. So I'm going to do a very rare, and I mean very rare, New York Islanders puck line here. Minus one and a half here around even money in this spot. I think that's the way to go here uh, in this one. In terms of the uh, goaltending matchup uh, in this game, uh, it looks like we're going to have Sorokin for the Islanders, you would think, although it hasn't been confirmed. Uh, it's, uh, again, Morozik. What else is new? Uh, another fucking issue with the groin. I mean, it's <laughs> just, I mean, I, it's the same thing with Freddie Anderson and these two f- guys. I mean, I'm telling you, if you think these guys are going to stay healthy for a full hockey season at this point of their careers, you need your head examined. It's just not going to happen. And we knew this guy had the groin issues flaring up uh, over and over again. And here we go again with another, yet another groin injury for Peter Morozik. Uh, suffered in the game last night against the uh, New York Rangers. Luke Richardson is saying that uh, you know they're going to be very cautious with this, and, and they're probably going to uh, give the young kid Arvid Soderblom uh, certainly uh, a lot more uh, ice time and start uh, starts now because of this. So I would definitely expect Soderblom will be in net here tonight for the uh, Chicago Blackhawks. Uh, I'm going to go Islanders puck line. I think this is that spot where again the result the the, the process was good against Nashville, even though it was four one. The work ethic was there. I thought they played a solid game. They just couldn't put the puck in. I think that's going to change tonight uh, against this Chicago team. Not a great defensive team. Soderblom, hit or miss, and a team that's a little uh, fatigued, maybe feeling themselves a little bit after snapping the losing streak against the Rangers last night and now in a tough back-to-back spot. So Islanders minus one and a half for me uh, in this one. Lean to the over as well because you know what I'm talking about with these five and a halves lately. These five and a halves across the NHL, when we see a game hit five and a half with the total, it's crazy the percentage clip that these games are going over. It really is. So for that reason, I'll have probably a smaller look toward over five and a half as well. Alex, what do you think here? Blackhawks, Islanders. Yeah, I like over, but wait in game and, and wait for that to flip over to plus price. Like you see now minus $1.25, thirty. That's a little a little steep. Uh, but I, I definitely expect, the you know, it was a nice win for the Hawks. That was a great game to watch. Uh, getting to see Jonathan Taves dropping the gloves. And uh, like I said, Truba, two fighting majors in the same period for uh, Jacob Truba. That's something you don't get to see too often these days. But, uh, you know, love seeing the, the you know, the Hawks fighting back, uh, you know, and, and getting getting goals, you know, in, in bunches. The power play was clicking. Uh, Patrick Kane uh, cracking the 12,000, 1,200 rather, point mark. Got a goal and two assists uh, in the contest. So congrats to him. Just a, a all-around great effort. But like you said, it's just tough to see Peter Morazic. Uh, you know, going down once again with the groin injury. So Soderblom had to come in and play last night, going to play tonight, uh, and not sure if, if Morazic's going to have to go back on the IR. It seems to be day-to-day for right now, but uh, keep an eye on that. We might end up seeing Dylan Wells, we called, or Jackson Starver, one of the two guys down at Rockford. Uh, so with that being said, yeah, definitely look at the over, but grab a plus price in-game. Maybe even if, it, if you see this kind of a slower pace, look to see uh, a four-and-a-half, and then you could lay a dollar fifteen, dollar twenty if you're getting that lower number. All right, excellent stuff. So definitely Alex liking the over. I will be involved with the over, and I like the Islanders' uh, puck line here. Uh, And I think they can win by a 2-3 goal type of margin here uh, tonight in this one against uh, Chicago. All right, there we go. That's the Sunday uh, NHL card. Again, abbreviated show today. Uh, Alex won't be with us tomorrow, but I might have a guest with me tomorrow. So perfect timing with that. So uh, Alex will be off tomorrow, but I think you're on the rest of the week pretty much. Yeah, tomorrow, yeah, flying home to Chicago tomorrow, and I'll be in Chicago for probably the next five or six weeks, but I'll definitely be on uh, most of the time during this trip. Uh, so, yeah, so I'll be back. At, uh, not sure if I'll be back Tuesday, but, I, but for at least most of the of this week coming up, I will be back. So I'll, I'll keep everyone posted on Twitter, of course. 
All right, excellent. Good stuff indeed. Yeah. And a reminder, the next BetCast is going to be uh, December the 13th. So Tuesday, December the 13th, a week from this Tuesday is when it'll be. That'll be our December uh, BetCast. If it's anything like uh, the last one where we had that insane LA Seattle game to wrap it up, it'll be a lot of fun. So mark your calendars, Tuesday, December 13th, the December edition of the Ice Guys Live BetCast, 7 p.m. Eastern time. So make sure you join us for that. Uh, Patreon.com slash IceGuys, $10 a month. Sign up there, daily betting card, uh, power ratings, uh, of course, goalie charts, totals charts, and more. Patreon.com slash IceGuys. And uh, Alex, the store as well. Get your Christmas yeah, t- goods. Today is the last day for 15% off everything and free standard shipping. Go to iceguys.myspreadshop.com and order now. Uh, you do not want to miss that deal. That's a great a great deal and a great offer for standard shipping, especially uh, you know, if you're trying to get things in time for the holidays. So iceguys.myspreadshop.com, last day, 15% off everything and free standard shipping. All right, awesome stuff there. So get your get your Ice Guys gear and merch quickly before the holiday season arrives. All right, best bets for this Sunday uh, card. Alex, we'll start with you. What do you like for best bet? We're going out to Buffalo, San Jose, Buffalo. First period, over two plus 125. Yes, Aaron Dell did have a nice game in that start uh, back uh, against Toronto the other night. But can he string them together? Can this team string uh, together a, a solid defensive form- performance? I don't think so. And then Uko Pekalukinen hasn't been that sharp in that either. He's confirmed as the starter for the Sabres. Let's go Sharks, Sabres, over two uh, in the first period, plus 125 is my best bet for Sunday. There you go, San Jose Buffalo over two uh, in the uh, first period. Best bet for Alex B. Smith. And my best bet actually is coming from the exact same game, but I'm going to go with those Buffalo Sabres here, uh, minus 143. I mean, I think it's one of the better scheduling situational spots on the board. you got San Jose rolling in, long east road trip it's been this week. Uh, Back-to-back situation as well after losing to Ottawa. Buffalo rested since Thursday after losing to uh, the Colorado Avalanche. Valiant effort, though. Uh, against Colorado. They were right in that game. It was tied uh, early uh, in the uh, third period, or actually a one-goal game, I should say. But Buffalo, you know, battled that abs team tough. I think they've got the schedule in their favor, and they get the job done tonight against Farmer and the Dell and the uh, San Jose Sharks. Buffalo, minus 143 against San Jose for my best bet for this Sunday card. And that'll wrap up this edition of the Ice Guys. Thanks to everyone in the chat in, on YouTube for joining us. Hit the like button on the way out. A reminder, the Ice Guys is live seven days a week, Monday to Friday, 2 p.m. Eastern, Saturday and Sunday, noon Eastern. If you can't watch the show live, download the Ice Guys podcast in audio form on all major podcast platforms. Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music, and more. Download the Ice Guys podcast when you can't watch the show live. For Alex B. Smith, I'm Ian Cameron. Have a great Sunday. Enjoy the games and good luck. And we'll talk to you again tomorrow on Monday for another edition of the Ice Guys presented by National Hockey Now. 